warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. Elizabeth Eugene Anselmi Harrison. Olivia, how are you today? I'm fine. And it sounds like you said your name was Sailor, so call me Elizabeth. Well, uh, for the last few weeks on the show, I have been mispronouncing my name. Your own name? Yeah, and the name of the show. Just because I've been doing the same thing for 176 <laughs> of these things, and I'm getting bored. So I'm just like, hello, my name is Sailor Schmoll, and this is my friend <laughs> Olivia Schlam. <laughs> And welcome to Smorte Schmaffle. <laughs> because I'm tired, and this is what you get of me right now. Oh, okay. So why don't you take like a sabbatical? Um, because I'm in the wrong field for that. What? Fi- what? Every field has sabbaticals. That's not true. I think that is true. No, people in ministry never get a break. I think those are the people that get the breaks. Uh, sabbatical sounds like a ministry term. Ministerial? Uh, yeah, yeah, but okay. Minstrel? Sabbatical is... What is that b- word? Ba- minstrel? <laughs> Minstrel is a different thing. That's like a person who sings. <laughs> oh, that's what that means? Yep. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Sabbatical yeah. is based off the word Sabbath. Okay. See? Which people that work in ministry have to work on. Yes. <laughs> so we don't get a break on our Sabbath or on sabbaticals. Okay. I have spoken. <laughs> So uh, you yeah. and and our good friend Allison Sullivan, who are the two people that record here in this studio, because girls are best. Sure, um, y'all have a, a an extreme gift mm-hmm. for. I have an entire intro to the show planned, and then y'all show up and it just throws the whole thing off because we talk before you want us to. Uh, something like that, and y'all always do something. We move a lot. No. Okay. No. Just things like right now, where you do things where I don't expect you. You mean to conversation? No, 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 no. Okay. So on the way here, mm-hmm. I, I, I just like I, I pull this up way too often. I, I'm gonna pull up our text messages. I said sup, homie, because that's how I text. <laughs> and you said ETA 1:48, and you were supposed to be here at two o'clock. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, you're you're early. I'll I was be coming bl- from Galveston. I was trying to make sure I wasn't late. I'm proud of you. You, Thank you, you. you did a very good job. Very adulty. I was, I was in the middle of a video game, also very adulty. And I was like, okay, like when you get here, I'll probably be playing video games. Mm-hmm. He said, what time do you want me to come? I can grab coffee. I said, well, you're still welcome in my home. Like you don't have to well. arrive later. Um, and then and then uh, you, you said, I can grab coffee. And I said, I could use some coffee, though, with a Great. winky face. Yes. And you're like, yep. what do you drink? Yeah. And I said, vanilla ice latte. Is that what you always drink? Is that yeah. your go-to? Absolutely. Do you drink anything else? No. This is it. Uh, so I never have then, to ask you again? No. I can just bring you a vanilla ice latte? N- yeah. 90% okay. of the time, I'll be well, happy Well, what's the other you. 10%? Um, we can't talk about that. And then you said... What else can I bring? Do you need food or anything? And I yeah. said, no, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciated that. Yeah. And then you said, last question. <laughs> Would you rather a sonic drink and uh, instead of coffee? 
And I, I passed look, a sign for Sonic. We have already we've already been through this. We had already been through this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to be late. I'm going to get coffee instead. Okay, we agreed on a new plan. And then we agreed to get coffee. And then that conversation is over. And then you're like, change of plans. Because I passed a, a Sonic. Like, I was driving on the highway here. I have to take the highway. I actually drive to you out of the kindness of my heart. And I'm driving down the highway, and there's a sign for Sonic. I was like, oh, maybe because you chose an iced option, you would enjoy a Sonic drink. So I was being thoughtful. And you see it as... So we went from, okay. would you like coffee? And I said, yes. And then uh, uh, I said, iced coffee. Yeah. And then you said... Ice is what he really wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> I forgot ridiculous. Sonic like was alive. I didn't remember. Well, Sonic isn't alive. It's an entity. That's a business. <laughs> I didn't know it was here. I forgot. Like it didn't. didn't I wasn't know thinking. It was here. This is getting worse. <sighs> anyway, I saw the Sonic. I thought, you know, he might prefer that. I will offer. It was an offer. It was a question. It wasn't a hey. I'm leaving the plan. You left the plan. Oh, my goodness. And, well, tell the people and, what you got. I, I got a vanilla ice latte. So, see, the toddler got what he wanted. Yeah, and the, uh, the so-called adult can't make decisions in life. Oh, my god! How do you live like that? You hate how I live. How do you make decisions? You know I don't. not go through with them? You What? That is not a decision. It's a drink. I was like, it's a coffee drink or a sonic drink. I kind of was like, I don't know, maybe okay, the, okay, 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 the okay, ice. Okay. It's good ice. Yes. If if you would have done everything that you said, but said, would you like coffee or Sonic at the beginning, then there's this tree of thoughts that we can have. We can go down that tree. You can't start the tree after the decision has been made. Okay, but it was my thing to begin with. It wasn't like, hey, Liv, you've got to come and you've got to bring coffee. I brought it up to begin with, and then I forgot that Sonic was an option. So I was just giving you all the options once I knew what they were. So you would have rather I pass a Sonic and say, he might have really loved a cherry limeade, but I will just go with the ice. You're pulling up your text. No, I, I, w I would always want what I said I want. <laughs> okay, got it. Because I'm Noted. a man of conviction. Noted. And when I make a decision, he doesn't change. I have to go forward with it. Got and it. This is the thing about me. Like I, I think I've gotten more and more like this, and it can be a good quality. Like, is this because you're 30 now? It is, uh, because I was born in the year 2000. <laughs> so uh, whenever I make a decision, I have to go through with it. Really? Yeah, and like for better or for worse. So if it's a good decision, hmm. it's a good quality about me. Okay. But there are other things where like things like this drive me crazy. And it seems to be the women in my life. So I'm oh. just going to generalize because you do it and Allison does it and my wife does it. And this seems to be a thing where like my wife will come into to the room all the time. She's like... Hey, what do you want to eat? Steak or chicken? And I'll be like, hmm, steak. steak. And she'll be like, well, I just cooked chicken. I'm like, then why are you giving me the option after this is over? So, but when the options, when new options present themselves, okay, let's say this. Let's say you get like booked to do Steubenville every single conference ever. And then the Vatican calls you and is like, nope, we want you for World Youth Day. Well, that option didn't exist. Nope. Now it's a new option. I, if I have already agreed to do something, I'm going to do that. No, but what if you haven't signed anything? You just... I'm a man of my word. Oh, for crying out loud. So are you trying to bring up a man-woman kind of situation? I thing? wasn't trying to. I had a whole segment planned and you threw it away. This was me throwing it away because I, God forbid, asked you if you wanted Sonic instead of coffee. After we had decided to the, to oh, the degree of what oh type gosh. of coffee I wanted. I think this is just a little time that we need to say a prayer for Sam, your wife. 
I think that's fair. I think we need to pray for your husband. He has to deal with this okay. all the time. That's, yes. That's, Dear Lord that's his... in heaven, we thank you so much for our spouses. We ask that you be with the, with them in this trying time. Um, and by this trying time, we mean Life. all the time yep. being married to us. We mm-hmm. ask this all in the name of your son, Jesus, who was never married, so can't understand this. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy God, Spirit. We were so close to Amen. not being like heretical. And then you... Welcome to Forte Catholic. Yeah, everybody. there we go. It's nice to be here Perfect. with you. Can we do what I wanted to do now? Uh, we always do what you want to do, so that's not, sure. That's not true at all. Completely. Uh, we are completely eight minutes true. into the show, and I didn't want to do any of this, to be frank. You're the one that started the conversation. <laughs> I didn't see it going this direction. Great. Go. I'm ready. Okay. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I have been trying to take care of myself better, and it's going okay. Yeah. I met you almost a year ago. You're doing better. What do when you, I met you, you were a you hot mess. <laughs> I mean, you were a hot mess. How so? How so? Yes. I think in every possible way you were. What I feel does like you <laughs> I was trying to give you a compliment. I think you've gotten Well, uh, that didn't work. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm saying I think in a year when you have really you, grown. When I met you, you were a hot mess. That's a compliment. I mean, compared to now. I'm saying that was my way of validating and saying, yes, you have been trying to take care of yourself I better. I'm, I think I'm worse now than I was a year ago. No. Yeah. You do not. I do. Why? Because Okay, go ahead. Explain that. No, you're not getting out of explaining What nothing. do you mean? I think you're better. I think you're physically better. I think you're mm, <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> okay, you know what? I retract my statement. That's what I thought. Okay. so <laughs> I'm changing my mind again. I've been a hot mess since the year 2000, and I've been trying to take better care of myself in a, in a plenitude of ways, both physically mm-hmm. with working out and trying to eat better, um and and some other ways but let's start with the physical okay, okay? um on the way here or while to you your were house on your, while you were on your way here mm-hmm. um i when actually whenever you said do you want food or anything right i went and asked my wife uh wife do we have food here <laughs> and she said yes we have deli meat which i can't stand eating sandwiches i'm done you I'm, hate sandwiches like, like the sandwiches that you make at home, I'm done with. I've had enough of them in my life. Like if I go out to a delicatessen and get like a roast beef, like French dip, absolutely. I've just eaten so many like Ham. Put, put turkey and cheese on bread with mayo. I'm just done. I'm just okay. done. I'm just, I'm just tired of it. It's a weird it. thing to be done about, but okay, sure. It's like brushing my teeth. I've done it enough, right? <laughs> like I, I can be done with this, right? I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. So it's just it's things over and over and over that's again. That's funny. So she was like, well, I can make a chicken salad. And I said, okay, I've been trying to eat better. I've been trying to take better care of myself. Here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm eating this chicken salad. And my wife is is like she's the one that like eats keto and she takes care of herself. She's she so works cute. Out like she's worked. She's lost so much weight. She, she looks, looks amazing. Great. She's really excited about it. Mm-hmm. She should be. So she's been trying to get me to eat keto forever, and I can't do it because I'm not strong as a human person. Uh, <laughs> so I, I finally said, okay, I'll eat the chicken salad, like a salad with chicken. Not yeah, chicken not salad. chicken salad. They're very different. <laughs> They're very different. You mean a salad with like grilled chicken on top? Absolutely. So yeah. I eat that. Okay. And that is all I am planning on eating. Until then, me, uh, I say something horrible like no, 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 no. Oh, like good. that's when I texted you. Like no, I don't okay. need anything. My wife's got it. Take okay, care. got it, got it. Um, so then, uh, thanks for drinking that coffee right into the microphone. I appreciate that. Uh, speaking of taking care of yourself, I need to rid you out of my life. It's driving <laughs> me crazy. So uh, then, after after I finished eating my salad, she said, "There's also macaroni and cheese." 
I know it's on your stove. It is on my stove. I already ate out of it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did, like we're in college. So she's like, you can have some of this. I'm like, well, I've, I, I've already eaten healthy. But now the option's been presented to me. Yeah, and it's sitting right and there right, right now. There. So I, I ate some. <gasps> you did? And that here, I, w- I just want to walk you through this. I okay. ate some. Yeah. And then I was like, I, at, I got too much. So mm. I went and put it back. I went and put most of it back. Okay? I probably just ate what you yep, put yep, back. Yep, cool. Okay. I'm very clean. Um, and then after I make this good decision, she said, also, there's this new kind of bread that we've never had in our house before. And she's like, it's just like it, it is at, uh, Outback. At, uh, yeah. Outback. Or she said the cheesecake factory or something like yes, that. Yes. She's either like, put one. Bu- butter on it. I'm like, okay. So I just went from eating, like I had the desire to right. eat healthy. Right. I told you no, because you would have right. gotten me something fantastic that I would love to eat. Like, I would have. From, from a fast food or some restaurant or something. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I eat the chicken salad. I'm supposed to be done. <laughs> then I eat mac and cheese, and now I've eaten an entire like you know like mini loaf of bread with a you know a, a chop of butter on every single one. So this is me trying to be healthy. I'm trying, and that meal was no step in the right direction. <laughs> that didn't help at all. No. You know what I've been dreaming about since I walked in your kitchen? Taking one of those half loaves, cutting it open, putting a big slob of mac and cheese, and making a sandwich out of it, like Ali Sheedy. See, that's a sandwich I would eat, dude. Right? <laughs> Doesn't that sound amazing? It does sound amazing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm so, going to be really on. Now you said butter. I'm like, done. So I've been, n- now we get into like conundrums like this. Okay. Yeah. So where I, I have been trying to eat a little better. It's been going okay. I have been working out more, mm-hmm. not as consistently as I planned, but still more than I have been. So over the last two months, I got a, I got a uh, membership over at the old Planet Fitness and I've been going a, a couple, few times, two to three times a week. Right? Okay. But then I got sick. At the end of last week, because last week was two weeks ago was crazy. The week that I talked about on last week's show. This last week has been super restful. Yeah, like, you said that. Like it's been good because like it was one of those things that like God kind of had to shut me down. Yeah. Like he gave me a little a minor cold, not something that like like where I had to sit down. But like I usually go to bed at one o'clock every morning, mm-hmm. and I've been going to bed at nine or ten every night for a nine? week, and waking up at like somewhere between seven and eight. Oh my gosh, you're like I a know. real person. It's weird. It's really weird. Have you been so productive? No, not at all. Like, well, then that see, sleep doesn't work. Do you no, feel better? I, I feel extremely rested. That's good. I'm still battling this cold and getting over it, but I feel extremely rested, which is good because I'm about to hit all this time of travel for ministry and work and, and that sort of thing. But I want to talk about mm-hmm. something that I, I'm very interested. If I think your answer will be no and you, do you want to? Do you want? Are you ready for this question? Oh God, that's do, not loaded. Sure. Do you know what a neti pot is? Yes, of course. Do you use one? Yeah. Really? Yes. I'm super surprised. Why? That you're not like ew, gross. Because he thinks I'm so bougie. I do. And everyone listening on Catholic Radio has no idea what that means, and we're just going to leave it there. It's not bad, but. If you don't know you by now. You think I'm above a neti pot. That's what you think. No, I just think, I thought you'd be grossed out by I it. think they're amazing. So, ex- Except ex- I don't want to die from a brain amoeba. That's not a real thing. That is a thing. Think. Yes. A brain amoeba? Yes, from yes, from the water. Some guy died from his neti pot. From ex- the water. From the <laughs> neti pot. Uh, you're, uh, do go Look on. it up. No, t- no just keep, keep telling the story. <laughs> That's true. It was like two years ago or whatever, like the guy, because you have to use a certain type of water. You know, it's like going in lakes. And if the if you like do like a backflip into a lake and then it shoves the brain amoeba up your brain, then you die. 
I don't want to do that. I use tap water from my nope. from my sink. That's a no. That's a hard no. What? Read it. You don't read the instructions of the neti pot. You have to use like distilled. No, you don't. Yes, I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> You're backing off of this very swiftly. You have to do something. I'm not using lake water. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, That's I'm fun. serious. A guy in Louisiana died from his neti pot. I just don't want that to happen. That's it. Well, but once you, again, how mad would you be if you died? I knew when from I your neti when, pot. When I, I'm not gonna die from my neti pot, and I'm not gonna ever get through this segment. <laughs> If I keep, I I'm keep, pro I keep neti pot. Like, there, I answered your here, question. Uh, explain neti pot. You're like people die. That's not the point of the neti pot. That's not the point of the neti pot. <laughs> it's a and good conversation. I think you though. just ruined my connection. Go I ahead. Think you just what ruined my it? connection. Okay. Do it. So the neti pot. Most people that I know are really nat- grossed out by this thing. Um, I heard about it from my from my primary care physician for mm-hmm. years because I've always had bad allergies. And he was like, you should try this. And I was like, no, that's weird. I thought it was just like this weird thing that weird people do, like <laughs> doctors. And he, I, so I avoided it for years. And then finally, I did it. When? Uh, Recently? This was, no, this was years ago. This oh, was like, okay. This was like may, like eight, eight years ago or so. Oh, I okay. Using it. Okay, a while. But I've had this Half cold. Age. I've had this cold. And... Using the neti pot. So for people that don't know, it's like you, you add salt to water mm-hmm. and you put the water through your nose and it, well, it, you drain, it drains it out. I love watching this stuff come out. Exactly. Don't you love right? it? Okay. It's like an addiction. That's why I thought you'd be grossed out no, by this. But I then I forgot it. that we are the same person. I love watching the gunk <laughs> come out of my nose. Yes. Because you feel best. like you're doing something. And I like. You, don't you feel you like you're doing breathe something? breathe air and then all of a sudden you can breathe air again How and all you... the gunk comes out. Yeah, it's amazing. And I don't die. And that's the point. I have to clear that up before we move into this next thing. Because I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, neti pots can be similar to confession. Oh. People don't want to go to confession. It's gross. I don't want to deal with that. That's Ew. something that other people do. I don't need to do that. Interesting. And, and then you go to confession and you watch all the gunk come out. Yeah. And you come back out and you're like, I can breathe again. This is amazing. All right. Look at you. I know. I know. See, this... a year ago, would you have come up with that analogy? Yes. Dang I think it. I did this show three years ago, but I'm just recycling content because no one listened to those first few episodes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this that has been uh, the, the, first epi- the first segment of Forte Catholic. Not the first episode. Uh, Allison and I will be right back. We have a very <gasps> special interview you rat uh, it's called you allison sean that's awesome um, he's the worst sean okay isn't that well, one of your other co-hosts not anymore we'll get you replaced him we'll get out of here uh don't go anywhere we'll be right back for a very special interview christopher what do you or anyone you love have a beard lips or skin you i have a beard lips and skin no. What do I have? No hair, no beard. <laughs> no hair and no beard. Well, um, Daddy just shaved off his beard. What do you think about that? He just has a mustache. I don't have a mustache. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Talking to the microphone. Oh. I don't have a mustache, you silly boy, but I am regrowing my beard. And the biggest reason that I shaved it off is because I didn't take good care of the last one. So I'm going to take very good care of my next one with Catholic Beard Bomb. And you have hair on your cheeks. (laughs) I do have hair on my cheeks. If you or anyone you love have a beard, lips, or skin, you can go to ForteCatholic.com slash beard and get all the great products for for your beard, lotions, and oils, and combs. And lipstick. And Not lipstick, but lip balm. You can get lip balm for your lips. So all you ladies who have lips, and if you have skin, any of you who have skin, there's lotion. ForteCatholic.com slash beard to get 11% off. And if we just got a new way to purchase this. So if you've gotten this discount before, you can get it again. Get it right now for Christmas time. It's the greatest gift that we've ever received after Jesus. Amen. 
to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Droll. This is definitely Liv Harrison and not Allison. That is definitely a thing. I uh, <laughs> definitely messed that up at the end of the last segment, but you know. Not on purpose. She's not heard about it all. Yeah, right? You, you, you always compare yourself to Allison. I do not compare myself to Allison. Every time you come over here, you compare no, yourself no, no, to Allison. No, 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 no. But you think that I like Allison more than you. I do. I, and I no, no, no. I know you do. And, and I, that's okay. I like Allison more than me, too. So I want to share something out. with you that, w- that will rock, rock your world. Last week, when Allison yeah. came to record, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have deodorant on, mm-hmm. and I realized that, and we kept recording because it was too late. <laughs> but right before you and I started recording, I'm on my day off. I'm just resting, relaxing. I don't need deodorant when I'm just day. at the house. Yeah. Um, so I, I went and put on deodorant. Because you learned from last time. No, because I like you more. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone is a lie. Uh, okay, so uh, you drive me crazy, and <laughs> I I try I scheduled this. Let's see, like yesterday. No, it was like Thursday or Friday. You did not. Where I said, hey, when you come, can you come record on Monday? Because I didn't want to bother you while you were in New York for eight thousand days. I was there a long and time. And right when you came back, I was like, hey, can we do this? You said yes. I then reached I, out to you, by the way. And then I asked you what time. Yeah. And you didn't answer me for because I was in Galveston with my husband's family. Uh, so I I didn't have a chance, or I tried to book a guest because you gave me a good I don't know oh fourteen hours to book a guest. But there was this thing that you said on your last show. Okay. That you were like, with I you? want to interview you. That I is did. What you said to me. I did. I did. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get in. We're just going to cut live to one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. <laughs> uh, he's one of my favorite people. I think uh, if he's not my favorite person we've ever interviewed, he's definitely in the top five. A uh, very special and successful young man. Um, his name is Taylor Schroll, and you're going to be interviewing him today. I'm excited. Okay, well, here we go. You're, you're hilarious. You're, that was your intro about that, yourself? That is. That was your intro about yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was kind of nice. Well, thank you. I actually got excited because I thought you were actually going to cut live into like something that you had done before. We talked that about That wasn't this. about you, though. No, this was this was something just for the audience. But you're only in your top that five? I prepared you for. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, That was here me we being go. falsely humble. Okay, I got it. All right, All right well, so shoot. Taylor, hi. Well, we we don't have to say hi. I'm We've been talking for the last <laughs> thirty minutes. Don't correct me. It's my show. It's still my hi, show. Taylor Sh- no. Hi, Taylor Stroll. This is Liv Harrison with Forte Catholic. I'd love to interview you right now because that's uh, how you start off an interview. No, that's not how you start off an interview. When have you ever heard an interview that started? Hello, I, I would like to interview. You don't ask people on the interview you if you can interview them. Anybody here know what sarcasm is? I know that Taylor. It's just to upset you. Yeah, well, Why? You've done it. Why? <laughs> All right. So let me hear something actual real about you. How in the world did you first hear of Lena Rooley? Because if anyone has listened to this show more than three seconds, they know that he is your all-time hero and radio. I, I think it would take more than three seconds to know that. Um, oh my gosh! Can you not be Spock for three for like serious? What does that even mean? That means stop being so literal. Have a conversation with me. Have you never heard of sarcasm? Nope. <laughs> All right, here we go. Seriously, I want to know, when did you first hear of Lena Rooley? I've been wanting to know that for a while. Okay, so for those who don't know, Lena Rooley is the Catholic guy on the SiriusXM's The Catholic Channel. Mm-hmm. He is uh, my radio hero. He is who I, I was like, hey, that guy's doing good things and nobody else is. So I want to try to do something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, to, you know, like do Catholic radio and have it be fun and not have uh, a terrible interviewee style. So uh, I started listening to him when I was working in my hometown because I was the youth minister and the DRE listened to him and she had a Sirius XM subscription and she let me uh, quote unquote borrow her login information. <laughs> so I got to listen to him whenever I wanted and I did. And I've listened uh, for a few years. 
I listened to every word he said on every show for like two or three years. And Are now you I, serious? Yeah. Now I just listen to the podcast, which is like the best of the week, which is in like an hour to two hours. On oh, but you were listening to every single show. Yeah. How? What is his like? What? When is his show? I don't know because I listened on demand, like in the SiriusXM app. But now I just listen on like the so Apple this, podcast. This started for you three years ago. No, uh, I wish you would listen to the answer. Uh, okay. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. But the last three you've been doing on demand. Yeah. Okay, got it. All right. So what is it about him? Like, what inspired you? Okay, no, no, hold on. I want to wait for that question. I want to do a first question before that. When did you decide? How long ago did we did we say that you were going to interview me? How long did you have to prepare for this? Like two seconds. I uh, want to know. A I want <laughs> a month. I want to know when you were listening to him. That's what I want to do. Uh, when I enjoyed listening to Catholic radio. So right off the bat, so like in uh, that eight years Within ago? Within three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're going to use the three seconds. <laughs> okay, so you instantly heard this guy and you thought, I want to do what he's doing. Yeah, because like, so I got a lot out of Catholic radio for a few years when I was in college. Prior to that? Prior to that, because it was like apologetic stuff. That's what most Catholic radio is, is apologetics based things, asking questions or answering questions, people asking questions and getting answers. And it's all like kind of head based, theology based. And that was really helpful for me at the time because I didn't know a lot of that stuff and then I started realizing one I started learning a lot of it and then I realized that like there's there's a time and a place for this and there's a time and a place for like real life stuff like the the amount of times where I'm defending my faith against a Protestant is slim to none but like the times when I'm living out life as a practicing Catholic is all the time, or at least trying, right? And that, that's what he talked about, was he talked about his life, he talked about, he made stupid connections like neti pots or like confession, and like that's just kind of the kind of stuff that I enjoyed because it was more like, this is fun, it's enjoyable to listen to, and I can get something out of it. You thought, you found like a realness with it. He seemed tangible as a person. Well, he wasn't tangible because he's on the radio and I was listening to him in my ears, but yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so when did you decide to start your own podcast? Well, <laughs> I know the answer, but this is episodes I ago. got that. I know. How many years ago was that, though? Uh, three. So it was kind of when you... 15. So you've been listening for about five years. 2016? I don't know what year this started. <laughs> but is this kind of formed after his show? Is it similar? So, okay. So any... If I was a Lino re- listener, would I be like, wow, this is very similar? Uh, maybe. So essentially, like any... If you ask any artist, like like any music music sure. act, who are their... Who are their influences, influences right? Yeah. They kind of pull from multiple people. So like I pull from him, um, a lot of like late night talk shows, like okay. late night late night comedy guys, stand up comedians. Like Fallon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Not Catholic. I, I grew up. Uh, he's Catholic. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, Fine. Craig Ferguson, sure. what, I think he was the most underrated late show guy ever. He was phenomenal. That's interesting. Um, like I grew up watching SNL when it was good. Uh, you know, like <laughs> a, a lot of that stuff is, is who I, who I kind of like took things from and then a lot of like. Catholic speakers and just kind of like learning things and kind of making it my own and finding my own voice was fun. But I think, I mean, like essentially I learned by watching really good people. So right. like I, whether it was those people or even like sportscasters like Colin Cowherd, I listen to his show all the time, uh, just learning from, from them and how they tell stories and how they make points and these sorts of things. Um, so I would hope that I'm stealing from a bunch of good people and putting it all into one. Cause that's what art is. So what made you think you could do it? I think I'm amazing. Do you? I, I think I'm the best guest this show has ever had. 
<laughs> but what at the very beginning, what made you thought, like what made you think like, you know what? Yes, I can do this. I can have my own show. I can be a host. I can have a podcast. Where did that confidence come from? Or did you not? Were you just like, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to try. No, or I th- did you know? I think I'm God's gift to Earth. I, th- I think, oh, for like, out loud. I, 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 I'm confident in a very good way, and it can lead to some very prideful things. But I, I learned at a young age that if you do what you're good at, if you only do what you're good at, it looks like you're good at everything. And so I'm good at talking. I'm good at making people laugh, and I'm good at uh, being humble. So I decided to put all the three of those things into one and call it a show. <laughs> That's fair. So, but how did you get on Red Sea Radio? How did that whole relationship start? Did it start off that way? Like, did you first start a podcast? Like, take me to the beginning. You're going to start a podcast. You're going to call it Forte Catholic. Like, how did this whole thing start? I want to hear the, the origin story. Pretend you're Marvel. Tell me your origin story. How did it get named? How did you end up on Red Sea Radio? What happened? Explain it to me. Um, uh, Marvel wouldn't publish this story. That's for sure. No, uh, there's I nothing was, sexy about it. I was in a coffee shop with my Protestant best friend, and we were like, what should we call it? Taylor's Roll. Nobody knows how to spell that or say that, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's a lot of R's. Um, and, I mean, that's, I mean, we can't be narcissistic and, and, and Well, I mean, you are, yourself. but you just want to keep it uh, hidden. That's yeah, your you hidden have, you power. You have to hide it. Just like my son is a secret Catholic junior, because if I had named my kid Taylor Lee Schroll Jr., everybody would make fun of me. Oh, so he's I Christopher see. Lee Schroll Jr., or Christopher Lee Schroll, because my confirmation <laughs> saint was Christopher, so he's definitely my junior. Because I'm narcissistic, I just try to hide it a little bit. Um, <laughs> so it started in a coffee shop with my Protestant best friend, who was on the show a few weeks ago. I like how you say my Protestant best friend. Uh, Can he just be your best friend? No, 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 no. It's the best qualifier about him. Really? No. Uh, <laughs> so we, we were hanging out in the, sh- in the coffee shop. Yeah. And I was like, forte means loud, and I do music. And that's a music term, too. And this is my forte. And at, at the beginning, I was like, and I want to help you find your forte. Now I don't care about other people. So it's just about me and <laughs> and having people listen God, to what I'm good at. God, that is so true. Um, it, yeah, at the beginning, I was like, this is going to be great marketing. And then I'm like, yeah, well, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about anyone people else. People are going to like me or they're not. So how did you get on Red Sea? How come this isn't just like something that you do out of your home and it's like whatever? Well, it is something that we are currently now, doing in my home. Now it is. But somebody um, like produces it. I produce it. So I started on Red Sea Radio. <laughs> Uh, but have you heard the, the the parable of the persistent widow? Yes. Uh, that's going to be you in a few years if you don't take care of your husband. But that's nice. a whole other story. Uh, but yeah, so I just keep asking over and over and over again. I asked once a month, hey, can I have a show once a month? And then I got told no 11 months. And in the 12th month, they said, ah, sure, why not? You can do a live show on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Because let me tell you how many people listen to Catholic Radio at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Zero. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they gave me a test run for a year. And then they said, hey. We actually kind of like you. You can be at a time that people listen. So then they moved me. Now I'm not live. And then I just slowly moved to my house where now I'm recording. In the hottest room ever. Yeah, in the Why do I wear closet. long sleeves? It's I so hot. Know. It's really crazy. Okay, so wait a second. That 11 months, were you producing any content? No, not at all. So you waited for them to say yes? Yes. So what was your plan if they didn't ever say yes? Would you have produced this show without them? I would have I would have told, I would have found somebody who th- thought that I was half as amazing as I think I am. <laughs> 
If only you actually thought you were amazing. It is a good act. I do. It is a good act. You're kind of weird, Taylor, because you do think you're amazing, and yet you also loathe yourself. Right, yeah. It's, that it's, makes sense. What is that about? People that n- actually know me yeah. uh, know how I talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's a pendulum swing. Every 18 seconds, I go from God's gift to earth to Worst. a schmuck. Uh, so I just <laughs> go back and back and forth, and it's really healthy, and it's great for my spiritual life. It's great for my personal life. It's great for work. It's great Your for marriage. marriage. It's great for parenting. It's great for everything. Friendships. For sure. One yeah. of those. <laughs> he doesn't. No, you do well as a friend. Okay, so who was your first big guest? <laughs> we just listed all the things that I do, and you're like, you're good at one of those. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not going to go to all of them. We're moving on. Who was your first big guest that you got? Uh, Jimmy Aiken was... was uh, that sounds a like a superhero name, like Jimmy uh, Aiken. We'll, we'll get his origin story next week. <laughs> I'm back in charge of the show. Forte Catholic. (laughs) Who's Jimmy Aiken? I've never heard of that guy. What? Who are you? I don't know half the people we usually talk to. And then we're talking to them and I'm like, I have no idea who that guy was. So you know how I feel like this a lot. Like when I, when I'm with people, like when I go to like Catholic conferences or these sorts of things, you, people that I work with, Allison, like I feel like nobody knows the Catholic world. Yeah. So uh, the whole devil wears Prada thing. Okay. You've seen the movie. Sure, right? of course. Where like the, the main actress's name job was to like remember all the names yes. and tell people who this yes, was. Yes, yes. So they could, the that, secretary. That's my job. Like that's oh, that's what I do at work. You're I'm a like, girl. Hey, this is this person. This is what you need to know about them, and that's how business deals happen. You'd be a great secretary. I'm f- I'm essentially You'd be a good that's personal assistant. Yeah, <laughs> if you could just that's what I job. do. Is I'm like, hey, you should make this deal happen, and I kind of warm them up, and then I bring in my boss, and he makes the deal happen, and then I'm out. You're that's, that guy. That's that's my job. It's got to be a name for that. Uh, it is uh, the outreach marketing director at a place of ministry. <laughs> Okay, so this guy, Jimmy Aiken, who is he? He's one of the most famous Catholic people in Catholic radio. As what? Oh, for radio? Yep. It's a human being. His <laughs> name is Jimmy. He's lost <laughs> a lot of weight here recently. He's on Catholic Answers. So he's oh. he's one of the people that I learned a lot so from. So how'd you, how'd you land that? Uh, I asked. What does that mean? Like, did you go to an email? Did you call someone? Like, how, what did, like, somebody doesn't know how to do this. How did you do it, Taylor? Uh, I'm not going to tell you because then you'll crush me. I'm just kidding. Um, No, there's like, that's one of the things that I've learned throughout this whole thing is that like. Just ask? Just asking things. I've I've asked, I mean, what, 175 guests now? Because I didn't ask me. I mean, I guess technically I asked me. No, I I asked you. Um, But I've been told no by one person ever. Just one? Just one. Just one, and it's and it's wild because I've That's had I, I've had guests on the show that like probably shouldn't have been on the show. Yeah, I'm not a big deal. I gotta agree with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people come on and they have they have a lot of fun. It's like these are people that I've looked up to for many many years, and then there's people like you. Uh, and <laughs> very nice. It's it's been it's been really cool to like look. If you want something, just go do it. I was listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast earlier, and he, him and um, uh, I forget who he was talking to Judd Apatow. They were talking about how like they kind of broke into the. Yeah, comedy business how they got into it and like there's all these com- comedians that nobody knows who they are but they were big big names whenever you know conan and judd were were kids and they were just like doing a college radio show and they just went and asked the biggest comedian to come on and do it and they did it and that's that's um, how it kind of got asked. started yeah. okay so just asking and you just figure out how to ask i sent an email and be like hey you want to rec- here's when i'm recording you want to talk about whatever book or whatever you're doing sure that's amazing yeah. so who do you have left that is on your list who's the big like give me three names if right now you could book him next week, um, Saint Peter the Apostle. Oh, for crying! Joan out of Arc, loud, and uh, Pope Benedict the Fifteenth. Awesome! Thanks, Taylor. You're welcome. 
<laughs> okay, so when did you know that you actually kind of, you know what? I think I kind of made it. Not made it, made it. I mean, you're still in your closet in your house, but enough to where you're like, I'm a, th- I. <laughs> you just said I'm in the closet. That's a thing we're just going to pass over. <laughs> Are we? When did you know, like, okay, this isn't just for fun. This is actually a thing. Oh, this is just for fun, and I'm having a blast. So this it. isn't a thing. You have stickers with your face on it. Like, there had to be decisions made. You got a logo made. Like, you've invested in this. So when did you decide, all right, this is beyond just me and my four friends that are listening. Like, when did you really decide and say, okay, this is a thing? Well, see, there are these things called listeners, unlike you, that actually listen to the show. I'm asking the question. And they enjoy it. So I I do it for them because I care about other people than myself. So when did you make it, Taylor? uh, 2032. Okay, you're the worst. Well... So what would you change about this show? Uh, what do you wish? My fourth co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Allison Sullivan. <laughs> She's the worst. She was the first person to say yes. Oh, see? Look at that. Wait, her. way back in the day? It was her. And then... Was she there for the Jimmy Father interview? Anthony? No. Th- th- I just started getting having co-hosts a year ago. How am I supposed I, to know that? Because people listen to the show, Liv. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start doing that, I guess. Golly. So you add a co-host, but why? Why don't you listen to my show? Because I don't listen to anything. Why did you add co-host? Because my previous producer slash first co-host left me and it was very hurtful. And I had to find new ways to talk to people because I didn't want to be boring sitting in a room by myself. And I was like, <laughs> or these creepy. people will be fun. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. So, but you always had a co-host to begin no, no. Somebody was just listening to the first episode, and I'm like, "Oh God, please don't do that." I, I debate going back and deleting them, but I, I leave them there for, to because somebody was like, "You've gotten so much better," and you said in the first segment that I look better than I do a year ago. That probably isn't true, but you know what is true? <laughs> this show is way better than that first episode was, that I ever like, did. It was years just me. Ago. Hello, everyone. Let's talk about Catholicism. Uh, I'm. I'm. What's my name? I'm not sure. So you've seen yourself grow, though. You've oh, absolutely. Growth. And you know, um, the next way that I'm going to grow, you're going to end I, it. Is I'm never letting you run a segment ever again. I'm just kidding. This is a lot of fun. Oh, because we were talking about you, which is your favorite subject. I love talking about me. So even when I'm not running Thank the show, you, Taylor, the for show answering is my question. We'll be right back. This is Taylor Schroll and Allison Sullivan. Don't go anywhere. So pretty. Olivia, do you think you are good at making commercials? I don't know, but I love them. Uh, and it's Liv. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Why are we arguing in the commercials? Because <laughs> that's what we do. You know what we don't have to argue about? What? The fact that sacrilegious socks are amazing. You could get yours now for 50% off at 14. slash socks. I'm tired and Liv's driving me insane, so I don't remember anything like the name of this show. ForteCatholic.com slash socks. I need some. I don't have a pair. I'll go buy some. ForteCatholic.com slash socks. <laughs> slash socks. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. Uh, I want to thank our last guest. Uh, it's amazing, such a pleasure that he was able to be with us for such a great time. Uh, what did you think about it? It was a pretty good conversation, huh? It was an incredibly hard, difficult interview. Well, I wish you would stay in the camera because we're still doing the show for YouTube 
and you've moved away. No, from it was me. a good interview. Out. Good interview. Good. I'm he glad. looks better in person than he does on camera. Just oh, thought I'd tell everybody. Oh, that is for sure. That, that is, is way for sure. for sure. The camera adds uh, 50 pounds. I'm 50 pounds overweight, everybody. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Lent is coming up. Ugh. Last month you were like, "Hey, let's talk about Lent," and I was like, "No, it's a month too early." Then you're like, "Well, let's talk about New Year's." I'm like, "No, it's three weeks too late." Well, now Lent starts next week. Let's talk about Mardi Gras. Uh, okay. Did I uh, did I tell you about my my Mardi Gras fiasco? Please. Uh, I got booked to speak at a Mardi Gras party to like kick off Lent. Sure. And th- I got booked like six months ago. Okay. I work in a school mm-hmm. where I am the campus minister and I'm responsible for setting up for all the masses and making sure everything for the mass goes well, okay? This event was on February 5th. So I assumed that it was on Ash Wednesday. So I <laughs> prepped for mass for Ash Wednesday for February 5th and no. then looked at my calendar and realized Ash Wednesday is on the 26th. No, you did not. Why Why did I speak at a Mardi Gras event on February three weeks before? Four weeks before. How did that go? Oh, it was a great event. I was just very Where confused. Where was it? Right it doesn't matter. Oh. So next week is... Uh, actual a- a- Fat actual Tuesday. Actual Wednesday. And <laughs> Fat Tuesday. We, yeah. we couldn't be on different pages. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Nailing it. Um, so this is this, the season of going out into the desert. And everybody, yeah. everybody and their mom has done uh, a, a podcast about preparing for Lent. So we should do one. No. So we're going to talk about, we're going to connect it vaguely by talking about our desert fathers. Have you ever heard of the desert fathers? Of course I haven't. Okay. I am actually surprised by this. You've, <laughs> what, what do you think a desert father is? Someone who. Talking can't... to your microphone. <clears throat> please. Don't, don't clear your please. mouth into the microphone. I was trying to annoy you more. It doesn't annoy me. It's bad radio. I think a desert father is someone who spent time alone in the desert, like contemplative. So you know who the desert fathers are? Yes, Faja. I do know. The Faja. Faja. <laughs> um, Faja. So there's this book that I had the name of when I planned to do this segment three weeks ago, but we all know how planned segments for Taylor go. Awesome. So um, there, there are these sayings from the Desert Fathers. Okay. Um, and what I want to do is go through them with you and get your thoughts. Because someone did this with me. This was uh, one of the teachers at the school that I work at. He and I run our... Uh, like we have a leadership team of high school students at the high school that help with their fellow high school students and events for the junior high. They're kind of like our spiritual leaders at the school because I, God knows I couldn't do it. So uh, I asked them to to help and we do we do uh, training and mentorship for them once a week. And we, me and the other teacher alternate leading this. That's cool. And his are way better than mine because I never use the content that I use for those <laughs> here, but I will use his content. Okay. His content's amazing. A certain brother went to Abbot Moses in Seat. This is, this is very, this is very important. It's just a place. It doesn't matter. Okay. And asked him for a good word. And the elder said to him, go sit in your cell and will sell in your cell. will teach you everything. Oh, geez. I was going to ask you how you feel, but I think we already know. Hey, that makes me feel depressed. Why? I don't want to go to my cell. Why not? I wasn't made for the cell. I really wasn't. Like a little tiny room with like a bed and like a like a bedpan. I can't do that. I think the judge might decide that you were actually are meant for a cell. That's <laughs> no, that just sounds very. I'm an extrovert, Taylor. So are you? Doesn't that sound a little too introverty? Uh, you don't think it's helpful every now and then 
to go to your cell and sit in silence? Listen, it doesn't have to be a cell. Okay, we all know that you're a fancy rich white woman. Oh so like you can gosh. go sit on your bed with 8,000 pillows. Um, you're the worst. You can sit there and have some time for quiet contemplative prayer. You is this not a thing that you experience? It's hard. I got to be honest. It's really a big struggle for me personally. It really is. Like prayer? I f- yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay, like for instance, I hate going to sleep because I'm the only one there. Like when I close my eyes, it's just me there. Like that makes me sad. So going alone and being in my cell alone, I knew you were going to do that scrunchy face. I don't want to do it. That's hard for me, but you can talk about it. You're a better person than I am. Go ahead. How are you able to go to your cell and do that? What does that look like for you? You're also a fellow extrovert. I, I don't do this. I never, I, you, I, you're, I have an answer. Do you think yet. you should? You've been the only person. Do you think that's you answered. should? I, we have to go back to this I'm alone when I go to sleep thing. <laughs> Do you not dream? Like you, you and I are, are very similar as people. Yeah. I have very vivid and creative dreams because I'm a creative person. What am I? Apparently nothing. Oh. <laughs> I'm never alone when I sleep. That No. Because of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ever since I got neurofeedback therapy with anxiety, I don't have dreams anymore. Very rarely. So no, it is lonely. So no, I don't want to tell me what you think about that. Go in your cell and your cell will tell you everything. That doesn't kind of hurt your heart. Like that's where I'm going to learn everything. Half of me likes it. And the other half of me is like, "Eh." so half of me, it's like, I I like the, I like the, I like the, like, okay. We've talked about like going and sitting in silence and like silent. That part's good. The part that I don't like Mm -hmm. is that. The reason most of the people went to go hang out with the Desert Fathers was this irony thing. They were super holy and out in the desert and by themselves, so people flocked to them to learn from them. And they're just like, this is just his way of saying, leave me alone. (laughs) That's all all this is. Because he wanted to be alone. A certain brother, they don't even name him because he doesn't like him. Okay. And he goes up to him, he's like, he goes like, I want to go up to holy people and be like, I do this all the time. Like people who I know are holy. It's like, what does it look like when you pray? Sure. Not how long do you pray? How often do you pray? Like what does, pr- what, what does, does that look like? Th- set of five minutes look like. Mm-hmm. For you? That's mm-hmm. a question that I find fascinating and has been very helpful for me. So if I go up to somebody and they're like, go sit by yourself and you'll learn everything you need to. It's like, I'm not a Jedi. Like that's not going to work <laughs> for me. I need I'm some help, buddy. I agree. Okay. That was my one. initial reaction. So we are 0 for 1 on agreeing with the desert fathers. Oh, what does that say about us? That we're currently at 0% good Catholics. Okay. Um, An elder saw a certain one laughing and said to him, in the presence of the Lord of heaven and earth, we must answer for our whole lives. And and you can laugh? Question mark. Now. Why are you doing this to me? Now, now I, I want you. You don't listen to the show. But do you know the slogan of the show? I listen to the shows that I'm on with you. No, you don't. Do you? You definitely don't listen when I talk. Uh, do you know the slogan of the show? Forte Catholic. That's making, the name. Oh, making Catholicism fun again. Right. So this Desert Father foresaw this show, and this is the worst review this show has ever gotten. It says, "Why are you laughing? You know that you're going to have to answer to the Lord for all of our actions, and yet you find some way to laugh." No, I'm going to hell then. I laugh all the this time. This is ridiculous. That's the worst thing like, I've ever heard. How how can these desert that fathers be people that we should look up to? Is the Holy Spirit. Joy is a fruit of the Holy that Spirit. That is all I'm made of. If you were to wring me out like a dishcloth, joy would come out. You know what you are? What? We talked about me oscillating back and forth between thinking I'm the greatest thing God had ever did and the worst. Yeah. What you are is that emotions movie. I know. You are you are Joy and the Blue Lady from The Office 
all the time completely together. The sad one? Yeah. You are sadness and joy. How am I sadness? 50% back and forth. I'm sadness? Yeah. How? Because you, like, do you want to recount how you showed up to my house today? You're like, oh. I was having a bad, I'm oh, having, having a bad day, a bad Taylor. Day. Oh Where? my God. And now you're like, hey, look at me, I'm joy. I said and when I'm on, used, I'll be on. Did I not? You just use joy to suppress your sadness and we are the same that way. Okay. Anyway, anyway. I'm pro laughter and anti-cell. Go ahead. Oh, uh, oh, and two for the Desert Fathers. <laughs> you knew oh, this was going to happen, didn't two. you? You knew this would be our well, score. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was said of Abbott Agatho, or Agatho, uh, I don't care about getting his name right because I probably disagree with him too, <laughs> that for three years he carried a stone in his mouth until he learned to be silent. Death. I'm going to die. If that's true, if we're supposed to be silent, I don't have, Okay, can I ask a, qu- a question for real? Sure. Okay. The Holy Spirit comes in lots of dif- different ways, especially in the Old Testament. He's a roaring fire. He's a loud voice. Then he's a whisper. So, like, what is that? Like, when he's a loud voice or he's a fire, that's, what, less Holy Spirit? Wait, 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 Then when he's a whisper? You you definitely missed the point of that story. Okay, well, I was just trying to make my point work. Because God said, I was not in the fire. I was not in the big, I was in the soft stillness. That was literally the point of that story. Taylor, you're not supposed to know all those things. I know everything. You do. Because I'm God's gift to earth. (laughs) In this moment? Yep. Come back to me in 10 seconds when I say we're over three as over good three. Catholics because that's ridiculous. Why would I understand like personal mortification? That's what like Lent is all about, right? Yeah, I get let's, it. Let's let's give up something, you know, like you can give up Sonic or deciding to go to Sonic after get, getting coffee or these sorts of things. You can give something up and that's fine. Sure. Putting a stone in your mouth is just dumb. Also, I find a way to talk around it. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that, that's what I was thinking. Like when I was going through Is this really with, with, the, with the high school kids, I was like, and I want to ask you, how did you picture the stone in his mouth? On the side. That's what everybody else did. Why? What did you picture? The, he said he couldn't talk. So like, biting it's, a, it? it's like a rock sitting on top of his tongue that makes his tongue not be able to move. Sounds like a Stanley Kubrick kind of thing. Don't know who that is. Moving on. Okay. Number four. One of the brethren questioned Abbot Isidore. The elder of seat saying, why is it that the demons are so grievously afraid of you? The elder replied, from the moment I became a monk, I have striven, I have striven to prevent anger rising to my lips. Now, this is one that I can agree with. Not being angry? Sure. And I mean, like, we could argue about. I'm not an angry person. I am. Uh, <laughs> we can argue about righteous anger. But, like, I understand that, like, my non-righteous anger, which is most of it. <laughs> it's a thing that I should keep to myself and okay. just let my let it you know just let the anger fester and burn away my soul instead of letting it come out and hurt other people. That's how how healthy. well do you do with that? Uh, I'm getting better at uh, repressing you? my anger. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So you're all built up inside. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to explode on someone at any moment. But <laughs> and that hasn't happened no. to me. No. No. I mean, I got kicked out of a basketball game a few months ago. Really? You don't listen to the show. It's one no, of the I biggest things that I knew on the show. that oh, story. Gosh. Oh my god. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Okay, so I I can agree with that one. Okay. So now I am 25 percent a good Catholic. Okay. Well, no, I agree with that one. I don't have an anger issue. Okay. Good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, all the other deadly sins, That's but whatever. Okay. Very true. Abbott, very true. But be- between the two of us, we have all seven. There's a bug in here that you're pointing at because is that that's a bee. I, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a bee. Go, Go ahead. It's, we're gonna it's die. Fine. We're not gonna from die. our anger. Abbott Anastasius had a book written on very fine. You're not listening. 
I heard. I had a at, book written. At a book written on very fine parchment. This is way too long. I'm not reading this one. It is super long. It's very long. No, it's okay. ridiculous. Can uh, you just kind of sum it up? No. Abbott Macarius said, okay. if wishing to correct another, you are moved to anger, you gratify your own passion. Do not lose yourself in order to save another. Okay, that is you. You correct me constantly and you're always angry at me. Well, you shouldn't be wrong so often. <laughs> you actually think I'm wrong? Yes, like we're trying to record radio and you're yelling at a, a bug that's not going to hurt you and then you're not talking to your microphone. And I am talking to my microphone. Like, you hey, told you me want to. want coffee? Never mind. Let's go to Sonic. Okay. You are, I love that you're so perfect. I am perfect. <laughs> More people should recognize this. That's uh, why I should be your favorite. I recognize your perfection. You know what's funny? <clears throat> is, what? Uh, you do correct a lot. You told me that like people are mad at me for being mean to you. Yes, let's on discuss show. this on the show. So all like... You've been nicer to me today. No, I haven't. I feel like you have. I can hear the bug. I can hear it too. Like, where did it come from? There's a bee all of a sudden. Well, when a bug and a bug really love each other. <laughs> is that how bugs? I don't know. How bugs I don't are. know how it works. <laughs> it really is a bee. And it came out of nowhere. It's not a bee. It is a bee. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I have, I have, I, uh, what do people not understand about me? Like, I, I make fun of the people that I like. I know. And other people, like, have you, have you, how often are you offended by the things that I say to you? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> how, what percentage? You want me to percentage it? Yeah. Oh, geez. 60. No way. <laughs> I might. There's no way. I might. If you didn't like 60% of the things that I say, that doesn't have to do with anything. If you didn't like 60% of the things that I said to you, we wouldn't be friends. Well, that's not true. I can take a lot. I had three brothers. I've told you, you're the little brother I never asked for. You just kind of... And that's nice? Fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't There's know. There's no way that you don't I have like no idea. I don't... I, I listen, like. I'm not good at math. I literally like, have no if idea. People, like, if people... If there was 10% of what I said... You know what? You let's poll like. your listeners that listen and say... A, do you think Taylor's nice to Olivia? Which I think you've been very nice this show. And B, if you don't, what percentage does I he mean? I called you the wrong name. <laughs> and not on purpose. That's okay. She's the pretty one. So I'll take that one. You can call me Allison anytime. I, I'm not a finish. Uh, I almost said Sean. <laughs> He's, not on the show. He's dead. He's dead to all of us. <laughs> all right. So what did you learn about that last one? Nothing. I learned that... That you're no not a desert father. Neither, neither one of us are going to be desert fathers. It's not happening. So what are we doing about Lent? I, I, I haven't decided. Do you have any idea what you're doing for Lent? Have you heard of uh, Exodus 90? Olivia, we can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a yes. Like, like, you're bringing up all the things that I like have been the primary things of this show. <laughs> and you like, how, how do you not know this about me? <laughs> This is ridiculous. I love you, it. You talk I about me, me being nice to you. What? You, how do you not know the things that like that, matter to that you? That might be the most popular segment I've ever done. I knew that. What is wrong with you? I'm a really good actress. I don't know. No, I'm you not. Are. I am. I'm not doing Exodus 90. Obviously, I'm not a boy. Um, okay. Can I tell you something? I really like the whole adding things thing, but I have to say, a friend in the past told me to give up ice. That was a really good one for Lent because it's it's a luxury enough. Apparently, that, like, it's all you care about. You're like, do you want iced coffee or do you want ice from Sonic? 
this is what I'm saying. <sighs> that would make a difference. I'm and it's so because done with you know what? We're because I'm sweating to death in this closet. So what are you planning on doing? I want to do something that I have to actually stretch for like it is all so I'm gonna annoying. Do, all I'm gonna do for Lent is invite you back next month, and that'll be enough penance, penance? for me. Just to I'm gonna make you hug you me, my... Taylor. I'm gonna make you hug me right now. You're I'm so super sweaty. sweaty. It's I'm so bad. Sweaty. I feel like we're like, I mean, I feel like we're like like it's like a hurricane happened and we're sitting outside and we're waiting for the electricity to come back well, on. Well, hurricanes to you are a light wind. <laughs> we went through that. That's a show you remember because you were on it. We almost died in a tornado and I almost just died from a bee. So... How do you know nothing about me? Like I know, you interviewed me Taylor, today. I'm kidding. He feels so hurt and I think it's it's adorable. I want to hear what you're going to do for Lent. I really do. I want to hear someone who's not a desert father, who's an extrovert. What are you planning on doing? I haven't thought about Lent at all. We're done with the show. I'm done with you. Get out of my house. I'm done with this. I love you, Taylor. I'll be back next week. See ya. Liv, I'm just going to come out and say it. ForteCatholic.com slash Patreon. I wanted to get that in there before you ruined the rest of the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Do I make them not be patrons after they listen? <laughs> I think you make. Or no, what they... happens is this is in the regular show. Yeah. And you make people tune out of the show. Oh, but it's okay because, because this commercial is at the end of the episode. So if you're so still listening to this. They really care. You really love us, which means you should support us on Patreon. ForteCatholic.com slash Patreon. You give us some money. You get all kinds of good stuff like extra content with me and Liv. Oh, no. So we're going to stop talking now because after <laughs> this moment, everything. Everything else you need to pay for. <laughs>